everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Helium 10 Weekly Buzz. My name is Shivali Patel, and this is the show where we get you familiar with the latest news in the Amazon and e-commerce space, interview people in the industry we think you need to hear from, and provide a training tip of the week that will give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, and e-commerce world. Let's see what's buzzing this week. Today, we'll talk about the latest 5% seller fee increase, among other breaking news pieces, have a conversation with the co-founder of Spot, and dive into how you can generate your own QR codes to better scale your growing business. Let's get started. Up first, we have some news that was released right after last week's Weekly Buzz episode. To offset rising costs, Amazon recently stated they will be adding a 5% fuel and inflation surcharge to seller fees for those third-party sellers who use the Superstore's fulfillment services. Now, don't panic. Understand that this is not the Amazon commission, nor an arbitrary fee that's being taken off the retail price. This is the pick, pack, and shipping fee that Amazon charges you to deliver orders to your customers. And according to the notice that was sent to sellers on Wednesday, this is largely attributed to the increased company costs since the start of the pandemic. So they're hoping that the surge will absorb those increased hourly wages, the hiring of workers, and the construction of more warehouses. Now, although those new changes are subject to change, they'll apply to apparel and non-apparel products ordered before April 28th, but shipped and delivered after that date. And this is effective April 28th. If you're interested in understanding exactly how this impacts your profit margins, then be sure to head over to Helium 10 and check out the blog section. There's an article there written by Bradley Sutton to see uh, that talks about an example which showcases that this change actually has the equivalent or less than 1% impact. And odds are, even if you have oversized items, your products are unlikely to take as big of a hit as you are probably thinking. Now, moving on, as of two days ago, effective April 18th, 2022, Amazon is now offering an additional storage type, extra large. And this is in addition to the oversized storage types. It's meant to give you more flexibility in how you manage your inventory and quantity limits for larger items. Now, quantity limits for FBA are to be determined by the fulfillment center capacity alongside your past and forecasted sales. However, you don't need to take additional action if you have existing inventory that qualifies as extra large, then the inventory should be automatically reclassified as extra large inside of Seller Central. Now, take a look at the monthly storage fees report inside of Seller Central to cross-check if the dimensions of your items are actually applicable to the extra large sizing. Last but not least, starting on the same day as the 5% seller fee increase, April 28th, FBA small and light will also increase the price threshold for eligible products from $8 to $10. And if you're not sure what that is, FBA small and light is meant to help you reduce the cost of fulfilling orders for inventory of small and lightweight products priced underneath $8. Products enrolled in the program are available for free shipping for prime customers and then standard shipping for non-prime consumers. As of this moment, products that classify uh, are those that measure at 18 by 14 by 8 inches or less, weigh 3 pounds or less, or are priced under $8. Of course, again, that is up until the 28th when, when that will be changed to $10. This is amazing news because sell more at reduced fulfillment costs on qualifying items. 
Now, that is all the breaking news that we have for you today. Let's move on to the next segment. Now, I am thrilled to bring up the co-founder of Spot. Spot is an e-commerce native insurance startup providing sellers with liability insurance and tailored insurance solutions protecting businesses from losses. Let's welcome Amit from Spot. Hey, Shivani. Hi, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. So great to have you on board. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, now, I've got some questions for you naturally. So let's begin with asking the first one, which is why is product liability insurance essential? It's essential because things can and sometimes they do go wrong. And when that happens, especially if you're a private label and you manufacture your own products, you, mean, you want to make sure that you're covered. You want to make sure that there is no claim that can take you out of business. And in order to do that, you need liability insurance and you need it to cover everything that you sell and to do it properly. Right, right. And who would you say needs product liability insurance? Well, I would say if you sell online, you need it, especially if you sell on Amazon. Um, on September last year, Amazon mandated all sellers to have liability insurance in place uh, because customers started claiming against Amazon. They bought an item on Amazon.com and they say, okay, Amazon, you're liable. And Amazon, as usual, say, okay, if you're selling on my platform, you should be liable as well as a seller. So mm -hmm. they mandated all sellers that sell above $10,000 a month. Uh, to have liability insurance in place and uploaded into Seller Central. Uh, they started enforcing it, started say, sending uh, threatening emails. Uh, so far, we didn't see a lot of stores being shut down by that. But as you know, you don't want to be caught when Amazon decides that, okay, uh, now you need to have it in place. Uh, otherwise, if you sell on Amazon, you definitely need liability insurance in place. Yeah, and it's good to be proactive about that stuff for sure. So how can online sellers then get product liability insurance? You can get product liability insurance from multiple carriers. All the good carriers uh, sell liability insurance. But when you buy liability insurance, you want to make sure that you do it through someone who knows the e-commerce, someone who knows Amazon, who knows all the requirements and can represent you in, a, in the best manner possible to the carriers or for the carriers or with the carriers, uh, because you do want to make sure that what you have in place is right for you. Uh, and this is what we do at Spot. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you on and I, your knowledge and expertise is so very appreciated. Thank you. All right. With that, let me pass it forward to Lem Turner to talk to you guys a little bit about how to create QR codes inside of portals. Hi, everyone. My name is Lem Turner. I'm a brand manager here at Helium 10. And in this video, we're going to be getting into how can we utilize QR codes for our business. So let's get started. So the first thing we're going to get started with is go into our Helium 10 dashboard here and go to our portals. And once we go to our portals, we can go and click on QR codes in the left side of our screen. And that's what's going to pull up this tab right here. From here, we're going to go ahead and click on new QR code. We have all sorts of different QR codes that have already been established right here. And we have our different categories of if they're using portal link, a tracked URL, untracked URL. And we'll get into what those mean in just a little bit. But right now, we're going to click on new QR code. And you can see we have different options here as far as the QR code type you can choose. So we can see that we have portal link, which is a link to an active portal web page. We have tracked URL, which is a link to any URL that can be tracked in terms of location and where it's getting tracked and also when and what day it got tracked or when it was scanned. And then we also have our untracked URL, which is just going to be linked to any URL that you provide, but it won't be tracked and won't provide you with any statistics that we typically do for our consumers. 
So we go to our portal link, you can see it's going to populate all the current portals that we have available on our page. So we have different ones here. We can see some of our paused ones and active ones here. If you want to do a track URL, we have our different gems here within our track URL page. We can do custom URL, which is going to be a redirect link for any custom non-Amazon related URLs. Then we have our canonical URL, which is just a search engine friendly Amazon URL where it has keywords integrated into the actual URL uh, when you're looking at it on Amazon listing. So we can include those as well. We have our add to cart, which is going to send traffic directly to our add to cart page on Amazon, which can be a tactic that you can utilize to increase the organic rank of your products. Then we have targeted ASIN search, which is gonna make sure that you're looking from a specific list of ASINs, or we can do a buy together that combines two more products that way you can kind of get yourself in, a, in association with certain products. And we even have it for Walmart using a two-step via brand by making sure that we're looking at the specific brand and keyword via Walmart. We have an untracked URL, which you're, you can just go ahead and like type in a random URL, whatever you want to track. But in this case, for this example, we're gonna get into our portals tab right here. So we're gonna click on, let's just click on this one. We're gonna select this portal's URL. And we're gonna click on save and continue. Then we come to our configuration step where we can utilize custom domains, either going through Helium 10's domain of helium10.us, or if we have a different one that we've uploaded, like in this case, we have coffinshelves.com, so we can do that as well. So we're gonna put QR code example. And I'm just gonna name this uh, as well, uh, example. We have integration that we can populate into here. We have another video that kind of gets into how you get these uh, Facebook pixels or Google analytic tracking numbers. So be sure to check out some of our other videos that go into the more advanced steps of landing pages and portals and that. So we're gonna go ahead and click on save and continue. From there, we can include a logo in the QR code if we think that it's gonna be helpful. So we have our Manny's Mysterious Oddities logo in there. We can put it as a central image or the background. In this case, we're probably gonna do the central image. We can include the URL in the QR code as well if it looks attractive. In this case, this probably doesn't look the most attractive here. So we're probably not gonna include that in there. So we're gonna go ahead and not include that, but it is up to you if you wanna include that. We can choose from the colors that we want to put into our QR code, whether it's black or we do it as white, or we can even do a custom color. Like let's say like, what I really like about this is that you can kind of match it with whatever your brand colors are. So let's say like our brand color was this was FFO0202. We can make that one of our QR code uh, colors. But in this case, we're just gonna keep it simple and go with black. You can also manipulate the dot scale here. Um, it's really up to you if you wanna do that. Uh, it, we do know that occasionally you can uh, experience errors if you go like super small, but so it's best to just kind of keep it normal or a little bit at least intermediate around here. But again, entirely up to you and your business. So once we feel comfortable with where we are at with our QR code, we can go ahead and click on save and finish. And there we have it. We have our QR code. Isn't that neat? I genuinely hope you found value in that clip as well as this week's Weekly Buzz episode. Before we end, I want to end by mentioning a COVID data report we just came out with to help us process and understand what is the new normal. With COVID-19, a lot has changed over the last couple of years, and we wanted to use Helium 10's power pack data to shed some light not only on product trends and uncover hidden consumer purchasing habits, but also to chart the course of COVID-19 through the eyes of the Amazon search bar. So be sure to head over to helium10.com slash data report to gain a better understanding of how isolation and social media led to a shift in our purchasing priorities, as well as which behaviors are here to stay. With that, we wrap up this week's episode of the Weekly Buzz. We will catch you next time on the Weekly Buzz.